the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite. show in the gorgeous, beautiful, well, I don't know, I wouldn't say the studios are gorgeous here at AM 1170, The Answer, but San Diego and the weather here is absolutely amazing. Glad to share this time with you all and with my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, darling. (laughs) You're quite welcome, darling. Um... Great lineup of guests today. We've got first time on the Andrea K. Show, Doug Giles from ClashDaily.com, an explosive dude. Can't wait to interview him for the first time on the show. I also can't wait to interview my buddy C.V. Burton. we got lots of topics to get to. Uh, coming up later in the show, you're going to want to stay tuned because we've always got news you can use. It's more than just opinions here on the Andrea K. Show. We've got, uh, actually, don't forget, I haven't mentioned it in a couple of weeks, but if you love breakfast like I do and you're in San Diego in the San Diego area, be sure you share my Facebook fan page that I've got, and then you can enter in to win an amazing breakfast to give card to Breakfast Republic, the number one breakfast in San Diego. Follow me on Twitter. I'm going to keep reminding you throughout the show to do that. So what's it all about today? Explosive news coming out of the least trusted name in news, CNN. Um, we had some big news coming out of the courts yesterday in SCOTUS, and I got to thinking today on the way in, this is some serious vindication. For President Trump. How do you, Keska say vindication in Russian? DJ Carrot Sticks, that's for you to look up. How do you say vindication in Russian? Because we've had some serious vindication for President Trump. And I was a little disappointed, actually, that I didn't see much, if any at all, in terms of coverage this morning on other networks about CNN and the Project Veritas videos that came out, which are absolutely should. Not only are they explosive, but it should really kind of raise the hair on the back of your neck. There's a reason why Project Veritas called these videos and this series that they're doing American Pravda, because when you control the message, you control minds. That's why we had the government run media over there in the USSR. So it's all about vindication. What do here's another question as DJ Carrot Sticks looks up the how how do you say vindication in Russian? What do the lower courts trying to stop the Trump travel ban have in common with the Russian fake news, Russian collusion story over at CNN. Because it's the, the objective was the same. It was all about doing everything that they could to undermine President Trump, his election win, his legitimacy as a president, the legitimacy of the executive power of the office of the presidency. It was an attempt to stop his agenda. 
through the courts, through weaponizing the courts and the media. Hillary Clinton was right in October when she said at that debate that the greatest threat to our democracy, we're actually a republic of states, but she said the greatest threat is not accepting the outcome of a free and fair election. And they're not. And they have not just since the election, but for a while now, they have weaponized not just every government agency against conservatives and against conservative agendas, but they have successfully weaponized the courts and the media to use it against the will of the people and trying to overturn President Trump. So he was completely vindicated. His legitimacy of his his presidency was vindicated because we had the court saying that he didn't have the right to do what he tried to do in terms of immigration in order to keep us safe, that the executive power of the presidency didn't exist there. We had the media pushing forth that false narrative on top of pushing forth this false narrative crap, this lie that there was Russian hacking and collusion going on. In fact, I saw a funny meme yesterday, and then I'm going to take a break. I saw this meme saying, oh, the Russian investigation has, has finally come, they've gotten to the bottom line of the only hacking that was involved in the election, and then there were all these pictures of Hillary Clinton coughing and hacking. This is absolutely a huge story, and I'm really disappointed that I'm not seeing more media play. We've Coming up, we've got Doug Giles from ClashDaily.com, who I'm going to ask him about this. But somebody forwarded me a quote from Camille Paglia, who's not exactly a conservative. She's a Democrat, but she's an intellectually honest one who's basically said that it's obscene, it's outrageous what's happening uh, with the left and the Democrats. Um, there's no journalism, no journalism left. She says, what's happened to the New York Times? What's happened to the major networks? She says it's an outrage. Uh, she says she thinks it's absolutely grotesque the way her party has destroyed journalism and it's going to take decades to recover from this atrocity that's going on. This should be every media outlet should be talking about about this today. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to keep this ball rolling. We're going to talk about this with Doug Giles from ClashDaily.com. We're also going to talk about the SCOTUS rulings, major vindication for him, and not just with the travel ban. Those topics and more coming right back at you on The Andrea K Show. And please share the video if you're watching on Facebook Live. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to 
Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Before the break, we were talking about uh, what I think is, is should be the biggest story of the day. To me, it is the biggest story of the day. I didn't really see much play, if any at all. And that is what we found out, what's been going on at CNN. Project Veritas did what journalism should be doing but hasn't done for years. They went around and got undercover, did some, did some investigative journalism, got it behind the scenes over at CNN and had a producer, some guy named John Bonifield, uh, said in the video when he was talking about the Russian collusion, he said, we don't have any giant proof. He's like, yeah, they'll still say that we're investigating, investigations are going on. He's like, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. If they were to find something, we would know about it. The way these leaks are happening, they would leak it. Isn't that the truth, by the way? He says, um, the leaks keep coming. He says, I just refuse to believe that if they had something really good like that, they would leak it because we're getting all these other leaks. He's, and then he goes on, he says, so I just feel like they don't really have it, but they want to keep digging. And so I think the president is probably right to say, like, look, you are witch hunting me. You have no smoking gun. You have no real proof. So my question today is, this is, this is, why is Mueller, why is the Republican Party, first of all, why did they go along with appointing a special prosecutor, special counsel? Why, what CNN is saying here, what this producer is saying is absolutely true. This should be final confirmation for why Mueller has, there should be no special counsel. There's nothing to investigate. There's no there there unless Mueller is going to actually turn the investigation to where it belongs. The real Russian collusion, which involved President Obama whispering, hey, you know, tell Medvedev I'll have, or tell Putin, Vladimir, I'll have more flexibility after I win the election. Let's talk about Hillary Clinton with the Russian reset and what she did with it as a business developer for the, for the Russian Silicon Valley over there, bringing in hundreds of billions of dollars, which then ended up resulting in speaking fees for President Clinton, as well as donations to the Clinton Foundation. Let's talk about Uranium One. Let's talk about, we now know from WAPO, not exactly like a hardcore, legitimate journalism outfit now saying that President Obama knew that Russia was meddling in the election. And he didn't do anything to stop it. So how was it that this is all Trump's fault if Russia meddled? We all, but we know that they didn't really impact the outcome of the election. Although the producer goes on to say, um, even if Russia was trying to swing an election, we try to swing their elections. Our CIA is doing blank all the time. We're out there trying to manipulate governments. Exactly. Look at what Obama did. He did everything he could to interfere with the Israeli elections and stop Benjamin Netanyahu. He was actually acting practically as an agent for Iran when he was trying to interfere with Israeli elections. This, you know, this to me, there, in fact, there should be an investigation into uh, the, this used to be the most trusted name in news. Now they're the least trusted name in news. And the, and the, there should be some investigations into this media outlet and whether or not there's collusion going on between. We knew, speaking of collusion, that there was collusion during the primaries and during the general election between CNN and between the Clinton campaign. They were funneling her questions. Now we need now we need to know if there's an, there's collusion going on between CNN and this and the, the Russian elections, the Russian hacking narrative, maybe with the FBI and the special counsel and that whole cabal going on over there. Joining me now is Doug Giles from ClashDaily.com. Hey, Doug, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. What's up, sister? Well, what's up is hopefully what's going to go, what's up is hopefully what's going to go down, which is CNN, because they've gone from being the most trusted name in news 
to the least trusted name, and their 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 scoops are really amount to what I used to scoop out of my baby Pickles' litter box. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I think they ought to change their moniker that they fly over CNN to the, the most trusted name in fake news. Well, yeah. Um, well, and, and, hope, and hopefully, you know, um, I know your listeners get it. I know my readers over at ClashDaily.com get it. Uh, hopefully there is, you know, a residual remnant element of a thinking liberal or apolitical population that's uh, tuning into your show and logging on to ClashDaily.com that are finally uh, starting to realize that these guys are peddling more uh, more smack than Squiggy the dope dealer did back in my uh, <laughs> college days. <laughs> Squiggy was that, I thought Squiggy was from Lenny and Squiggy, the 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 sitcom. Who who's this drug dealer? Are you sure you're not talking about? Um, Huggy Bear from Starsky and Hutch. No, it's Squiggy. Yeah, and I think he, uh, I think he definitely borrowed it from Laverne and Shirley. But uh, yeah, he used to, he used to deal the dime bags and uh, all the other kind of junk weed back in the day. It wasn't like the great stuff that they have in Colorado now. Oh uh, yeah. Um, speaking of Colorado, um, we're going to get into uh, um, SCOTUS is going to be hearing a case out of Colorado coming up. I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about. Um, I started the show, which I, you wouldn't have have heard talking about. We had some. This is a serious week of vindication for Trump. Vindication for him in the courts and in the media, both of which have been weaponized to use against uh, true real news against uh, since the election against Trump's legitimacy as a president, the executive power of the office of the presidency. And it all meant to impeach him. In addition to the vindication that has come out from CNN that they all know in the media that there ain't no there there. There's no crimes committed. There's no reason for this investigation. SCOTUS came down with some major rulings that vindicated Trump yesterday. First and foremost, on the travel ban that was not really a travel ban. It was really what other people have done. It was a suspension of visas from countries where bad guys are trying to come come from to kill us. Yeah. Hello. And I will re- uh, remind the listeners uh, also that uh, one Barack Hussein Obama, he implemented that in what, 2011, after these Islamic jihadists were found whoopsie daisy in Kentucky plotting our demise. And uh, he's the one that originally you know, demarked those seven terrorist state supporting nations as you're not coming here and put a what, a six month ban on anybody from Iraq. So that was your boy, liberals. Yeah. I was just doing comes to following Barry's lead. Right. Well, and but then now the argument from the left is, well, nobody from those 72 countries are not uh, uh, 72 people were arrested from these six countries. And the left is saying, well, no, none of these 72 arrests uh, involved anybody dying in the streets. Only 20 something, I think, were actually convicted of terrorism. Well, I mean, I, I guess they're, the left is disappointed that we didn't have bloodshed. We didn't have dead bodies from people coming from these yeah. countries. I mean, that's insane. Man, I don't get the left. I don't. I don't know why they want to welcome you know our demise. I mean, look at look at Europe. I mean, their their heyday is done. This this Islamic invasion that's happened across the pond, uh, coupled with their diminishing birth rates and their political correctness and their thinning of skin, I guarantee in probably thirty to forty years that they're going to be Islam's prison chick, mop head, wig and all. <laughs> um, well, kind of Europe kind of already is. I mean, if you look at what's going on in London, you know, I mean, before Manchester, you know, here we had 22 little girls slaughtered. And before that, there were protests in the streets against immigration laws that to, to stop refugees from pouring in. You know, we've got a chance to prevent us from going the way of Europe. And we still have the left uh, doing everything they can to stop it. It, 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 it defies logic. It, it's 
it's not logical. Yeah, and you know it's you know it's weird about the Manchester attack. Um, that was a Ariana Grande concert, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Her main demographic is uh, cute, you know, teenagers and twenty somethings. Uh, that love to dress flirty and listen to pop music. And uh, the other part of her demographic is uh, gay men. Those are the two mainstays. Oh, and I forgot uh, the the girls' moms who accompany them to the concert. So here Muslims attack uh, women and they attack homosexuals at the concert, and yet the left is defending Islam and saying that we're naughty and Trump's evil if we want to put a, a restraint on how many of these uh, voodoo gang members come into the United States. I thought they were the champions of the homosexual rights and uh, women's rights. It looks like they don't really give a crap about them. No, they don't. If you're just tuning in, you're, you're listening to the Andrea K. Show, and I'm talking to Doug, Doug Giles from ClashDaily.com. Yeah, talking about the OBGT community, there was all these gay pride parades this past weekend, and there were reports that came out during, that during these gay pride parades that anybody with a rainbow flag that also had a Star of David, not at every gay pride parade, but at some, they were asked to leave because they were told, you know, we're pro-Palestine, and we're just not going to put up with any of you Jew supporter people. And it's like, oh, what? Okay, first of all, let's talk about the anti-Semitic... I didn't know that was a part of the OBGT community. So here they're hating on on the Jews who have never been known to toss a gay person off a roof. Meanwhile, they're walking around gay pride with, you know, homosexuals, you know, for Islam kind of signs. Do they just not get it? I I don't I'm I'm still trying to understand. And I pose this question to my gay friends all the time. Why are you not willing to see who you are partnering with? Why don't you come partner with the Christians who may not want to offer you a wedding, you know, a marriage certificate or bake you a cake. But you know what? You know, you're choosing instead to partner with somebody who's handing you over to an ideology that wants to cut your head off and string you up on a telephone pole. Yeah, not only do they want to do it, they do do it. And on ClashDaily.com, uh, we've got a whole litany, uh, you know, reams of videos and columns that uh, well document, you know, what Islam thinks about homosexuals. And you're right. You know, the, here's what a Christian will do uh, with a, somebody who's in the gay lifestyle. They'll pray for them. Uh, they might buy them a Hillsong CD, send it to them, you know, anonymously, invite them to a Mike Huckabee conference, and that's it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, Islam, and again, not only with uh, homosexuals, but women. And yeah. the left purports itself, you know, you know, we are the champion of women and homosexuals. And yet, like you point out, uh, Islam is the only religion uh, that that purports, uh, not only purports, but uh, supports, rather, uh, beating women, mm-hmm. not letting them drive, making them dress in these black sheets when it's freaking 90 degrees out, uh, beat them if they uh, want to, female genital mutilation, mm-hmm. and with homosexuals, boom, man, it's off with the noggin. I don't know, man. I guess uh, Coulter was right, Andrea, that uh, liberalism is a mental disorder. Because if I was gay, and I'm not, but I do like Kate Hudson movies, uh, I would be so pro-Christian. I would be so pro-Trump. I would say, listen, you keep those cats out of our Pulse nightclub. I would learn martial arts, jujitsu, and I would carry a gun with me everywhere I went, not to pop a Christian, but in case Ahmed comes in and uh, decides to strafe up the joint while I'm dancing to George Michael music. Exactly. Um, Getting back to SCOTUS, I was glad to hear that they're going to hear the case out of Colorado involving the bakery who didn't want to bake a cake for the 
for the gay couple. Um, but before we talk about that, you mentioned gun rights. I was disappointed to hear that they did not hear the case coming out of San Diego here in which it made it all the way up to the Ninth Circuit where this dude here in San Diego is like, hey, wait a second. He was challenging the sheriff of San Diego and their anti-conceal. You're not allowed to conceal carry here in San Diego. Why in the world would the Supreme Court not hear a case? What uh, what part of the Second Amendment make no law abridging the Second Amendment or no law shall infringe upon your, your Second Amendment rights? What part of that did they not understand? Concealed carry should be a part of that. How can they not hear that case? Well, I think uh, I think there's still a residual drip from the, the previous eight years of uh, Obama's uh, liberal fascism that that still might be uh, influencing him a wee bit. But, you know, thank God there's a new sheriff in town with Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, all the Californians who think that they should protect their life and their liberty and their happiness and their loved ones. If, uh, if you're getting sick of uh, them, you know, disallowing you to conceal carry, then move to Texas. It's what I did. Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. In fact, I'm going to be doing a segment on my show later talking about how people can sell their houses here at the top of the market and get the stink out of here. Because this liberalism in California, it's not only stinking up the joint, it has run the state into the ground. Um, but they are going to hear the case coming up in, in color, uh, the case from Colorado that has to do with the Masterpiece uh, Cake Shop. This is not the first cake shop that has been sued. I'm not sure why this particular case has ended up making it to the Supreme Court, but it has. Um, this guy, Phillips, who's the owner of the, the shop, Jack Phillips, he says that, you know, he was asked to bake a cake for a gay wedding. He said he declined to do that. He offered to, to bake them all kinds of other cookies or whatever. It's not that he wasn't going to sell them any of his baked goods. He didn't want to basically participate. When you bake a cake for a wedding, you become a service provider and you now are a part of that event. This is this is not just being a retail shop selling a, a wedding gown to somebody. No, you got to go and actually attend this event. So it's it's a it's it really is a violation of his constitutional rights. Um, there are no that I'm aware of any gay people going around and. Targeting Muslim bakeries to try to force them to participate in their weddings, correct? Yeah, of course not. Uh, uh, and it's just total hypocrisy. It's it's again. I think you know we're looking at um, the residual effects of Obama land, and one of the one of the clear motifs of his reign of terror is that Christians suck. Yeah, <laughs> so it was open. It was open season on Christians, and so you get these fussy little couple. They're mm-hmm. wanting a, a gay cake. They got a, they got the cake made for them by another baker. They're out to prove a point. They had a, a, a big pink axe to grind, mm-hmm. and uh, I thank God that uh, the Supreme Court's going to hear it. It's a weird day though, where the Supreme Court's got to be busied with and befuddled by. You know, the, the, the hissy fit that gays throw when they're trying to fascistically force Christians to bake their cake. This is huge. In other words, uh, what we're going to find out uh, <laughs> via our justices is do gay rights trump everyone else's rights? Well, you know, until for me, I can tell you the answer right now is absolutely not. Because until the LBGT community can come and prove to me through scientific fact not opinion, that they were born that way and have the right for constitutional protections, they need to stay away from me on this argument because all either side has right now is belief and opinion. And one opinion, that of Mr. Phillips, is the only one that has constitutional protections, not the opinion of gay people. And how is it, the party of science, you Democrats, how is it that your sexuality is fixed at birth, 
i.e., by the way, if you declare yourself a homosexual, I guess according to the left, you're not ever allowed to change your mind on that. Um, but your gender is not fixed at birth, regardless of chromosomes, regardless of science or whatever parts happen to be stuck to your body. The, you're right. Liberalism is a mental disorder. And I predicted this kind of stuff back when I had Heather Cronk from Get Equal on my show, uh, LBGT activist community. I said, I tell you why you guys who advocate for separation of church and state, why you so much want the religious declaration of marriage instead of civil unions. Because what you want to do is you want to go after Christians on the other side. As soon as you get it declared legal for gay marriage, that religious designation, then you're going to go after Christians and you're going to go after preachers and priests and everybody else and try to get at their, their, their civil rights under the false claim of equality and civil rights for yourselves. Oh, no, we won't do that, she said. And then immediately, gay, uh, uh, immediately uh, service chaplains in the service, gay bakers all came under attack. And that's what this is about. This is a war on Christianity waged in large part by the LBT, LBGT community. Final thoughts. Yeah, if I was, uh, again, if I was, uh, if I was gay, first of all, I'd be a man about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, bother people with my stupid cake if they didn't want to, <laughs> they didn't want to bake it. I long for the days, Andrea, where, um, you know, the, the gay guys were like Rob Halford of Judas Priest. I mean, Elton John never used to dust up like that. Right. Uh, Freddie Mercury of Queen. They wouldn't be throwing a hissy fit and filing a lawsuit if some guy said, look, man, you know, I love you. No mm-hmm. offense. No judgment. I right. don't want to bake your cake, and I don't want to go to your event. You know what? They would hop on down to you know, uh, cakesforgays.com and, and have a cake made. I really hope the listeners uh, are tired of this liberal fascism. They like to posit you know, Trump and the, the right and libertarians as fascists. They're the only ones uh, that are demanding that we lockstep to their dictates. You know, it's funny that they, they, uh, they call themselves the tolerant people. And, and what I'm finding with liberals, and you know this well, is that they don't care what you do as long as they mandate it. Exactly. There's the, the definition of Islam is submission, and that's pretty much the definition of, of liberalism of the Democrat Party today. Their definition of tolerance is agreement, and their definition of uh, compromise is full agreement and submission to their, to their will, and that's what this is about. How can people uh, find you and, and, and your books as well? Because you've got, you got some exciting books coming out, which, which I've got to have you back to get into. Uh, my my bestseller, uh, Pussification, the Effeminization of the American <laughs> Male, Amazon.com, Click Your Mouse, Melt Your Plastic. That is a uh, a pithy, hot little tome, 202 pages that, that uh, champion uh, men instead of becoming skinny jean-wearing hipster dudes with deep v-necks and a man bun, which I call a douche knot. Uh, it. it it, uh, it champions men being providers, protectors, hunters, and heroes who, who uh, reject passivity, take responsibility, and lead courageously. And it's wrapped in 202 pages of funny crap. Andrea, I read it the other day. I haven't read it in a long time. And I laughed so hard, milk came out of my nostrils. And I haven't had milk for like 12 years. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That sounds like you're going back to childhood. Are you sure that's a man thing to do, drinking milk? I don't know. You might have busted yourself uh, there. Milk, milk does the body good. Ask Ted Nugent. Oh, you know what? I started to say that your book sounds like something written that Ted Nugent would write about. They, you know, why do you think, let me ask you this. I got to hold you over here another couple of minutes. Why do you think, I've got a theory as to why the left has worked so hard to uh, feminize men. What's your theory behind that? And do you get into that in the book? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's my theory. Uh, big government goons love squishy little uh, convictionless males. And that's why, you know, from public school uh, and also via Hollywood and uh, I would say some sassy, uh, effeminized branches of evangelicalism, they work hard to uh, remove that testosterone fog, that testicular fortitude that God and nature hardwired men to dwell in because you can't control a guy who is bold, who is, again, a provider, protector, hunter, and hero, mm-hmm. and he's righteously mouthy. And so they want yeah. little malleable male punks. So that's why they that's do it. Right. I agree. To me, it's a cultural also, also uh, Islam, they love uh, metrosexuals. They love hipsters yeah. uh, because they love frappuccinos, and Islamic young men love death. <laughs> Well said. Uh, my theory is that it's, I think it's a cultural Marxist play because I think that our, this country, they've got to destroy all the fabric uh, that this country was based on. And this country could have never become the free market capitalist in industrialized system that based upon individual freedom and individual liberty and individual responsibility. This country couldn't be what it is if it hadn't been for real men. So in order to transform it into their little Marxist society, they got to get rid of the men. They got it. They got to feminize us all. That's why that's why they're all about. There is no such thing as gender. And we now, now we even see men walking runways in New York City with, in bras and like, you know, looking yeah. as womanized as possible. So tell everybody yeah, one last the, time. The, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, pussification, the feminization of the American male. Go to Amazon.com. Click your mouse, melt your plastic. I also have a coloring book for college crybabies if they have one in their house. Oh, you know what? There's too many of them around there. They, everybody, it's, it's kind of like um, crazy people in the South. You know, everybody's got a crybaby now. Everybody's got a crazy person in the family in the South. Everybody's got a snowflake now. You know, they've, they've done their job well. Thank you so much for yeah, being here. Yeah, thank you. All right. Have a great all right. Whew, when we come back, don't go anywhere. I love him. I, I think I might have to put him in a regular rotation on the show. I'm liking that Doug Giles, ClashDaily.com. When we come back, first another first-time call on the Andrea K. Show. It's my buddy C.V. Burton's going to be here. We're going to be talking about, you know who's feeling the burn right now from an FBI investigation? It ain't Trump, baby, because Trump's been vindicated on everything. It's Mr. Socialist. It's Mr. Effeminized Male, Bernie Sanders. We're going to talk to C.V. Burton about that as well as the health care bill. Bill, don't go anywhere. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Andrew K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. We started the show by talking about vindication. I said to my buddy, producer DJ Carrot Sticks, I said, Keska say vindication in Russian. Well, he found the word, but I can't pronounce that, baby. I don't, I, I, somebody, I'll have to figure that out and, and give that back next time. Uh, Trump has been vindicated this week through the media and the courts. There is no there there with this Russian collusion, a Russian hacking story. Now that the media has been a large part in pushing that, and I think the GOP always responds to the media. They always, you know, uh, are in reactive mode. I think that's one of the the main reasons why the GOP went ahead and appointed a special counsel was because the pushback from the American people and all the poll numbers and all that, well, where did that come from? It came from the media and from CNN pushing this all day, every day. Well, you know what? If we now know, and there's proof that the media has been colluding to keep this with the left, to keep this going, to push this false narrative. There's no there there. Mueller needs to go or he needs to shift gears over to where the real collusion is. Trump was also vindicated in the courts with his travel ban, not just vindicated in terms of that particular policy that he does have that power under the executive branch to do that with the statute to deny entry on the basis of concern for national security, but it vindicated his power as an executive to as well as the legitimacy of his agenda and his presidency, because the combination of all that was supposed to lead up to an impeachment, the impeachment of 45. Remember, that's what Maxine Waters was was chanting. Joining me now for the first time on the Andrea K. Show is my buddy C.V. Burton. All right, CV, writer, illustrator, producer of the new podcast centered around debate, America First Network. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show for the first time, CV. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I really love your show. Oh, well, thank you, and I love yours. Um, it was an I, never, aw- I never miss an episode. Oh, well, thank you, and I appreciate that. Um, so we've already talked about SCOTUS and the rulings there. We talked about the CNN thing. The Most of the media outlets un- that I saw today, at least Fox, disappointed me. They didn't lead with the Project Veritas videos. They led with health care. And we got to talk about health care because for eight years, for seven years, actually, we've been hearing the Republican Party saying repeal Obamacare, repeal Obamacare. They never said what they were going to replace it with. There was a variety of reasons for that. We saw what Mitt Romney, the architect of Obamacare, with Romney Care said, give it back to the states. But still, it was going to be a centralized government system. The House has come out with a bill. The Senate has come out with a bill. To me, are, are they better than Obamacare? Yes, but not by much. Because Obamacare was founded on, it, it was founded on the principles of Marxist. I mean, it was nothing but a forced income redistribution scheme with large entitlement programs that are Ponzi schemes set up. All this does is really take that crumbling building and put some of that crappy fire retardant material that led to that building being burned to the ground in London, wrapping it with that. And I don't care that it's going to save us a few billion, supposedly, according to the CBO, that never gets anything right. This is still centralized government income redistribution scheme. Is it not, CV? Well, I'm not an expert on the health care bill, but I know that Betsy McCoy is. And what she says, and I, I, I give her deference on this one, because what she says is that it's not the left say that the, the, the new bill is transferring wealth from the poor to the rich, which is a total lie. She says it's to transfer wealth from the government to the economy. And she says this is the beginning of the economic boom. And so I think the broader picture here is the anti-Trumps, the the five that won't support it, which is just enough to kill it, Mm -hmm. uh, don't want 
uh, the economy to boom. They don't want Trump to succeed. And, um, you know, Cruz was against it. Uh, don't quote me on this, but it seems like he's going to vote for it now. But that's only because he sees that there's enough uh, senators to kill it. So because he's a slimy guy, he's a game player. Well, I do think when it comes to Cruz, I do think that that he is a constitutionalist. I think he's a purist. I think that um, I think that I agree with some of his points on this. I think that when the Republican Party allowed this Obamacare monstrosity to weave its way and it's it's like a tumor inside that has all these like little tentacles that have all gone throughout the body and wrapped themselves around the organs, Uh, you know. You know, it's really hard. You can cut out the main tumor, but then what do you do when there's a blood supply going to the organs? It's all tied together. I'm using a very gross medical analogy here, but it's very to do a full repeal. Um, I get what he's saying. Full, and in fact, the uh, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons recommends a full repeal. Basically, they recommend doing nothing and allowing the free market to rebuild from there. I think that's an yeah. incredibly risky move because you're going to hurt a lot of people in the process by doing that. Well, but Trump I think said he, Trump said he can just allow the thing to collapse, but that would just look bad on him because it'll look like he, you know, he's doing nothing. But I think there are a lot of senators that are against this bill. Who will, who on paper look like they're going to vote for it only because they have enough votes to kill it. Well, that's true, you know. too. Here's, here's a couple of points uh, that I haven't heard made from anybody before from Dr. Orient, who's been on the show a few times. She's the uh, ED of the uh, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. She said there ought to be a law against voting yes on something you do not understand well enough to explain to your constituents. And oh, by the way, I couldn't get Congressman Issa to come on my show today. First time he's ever not come on because he didn't want to answer questions about this. Uh, they go on. The uh, Association of Physicians and Surgeons goes on to explain that it that this should be what they should do is separate the bill into the health insurance choice and then a health care tax relief bill. Separate the two. Get the taxes out of it. Because then what that will do is it will expose what a lot of the costs are. Because so much of... The reason why this will not reduce cost and therefore not reduce premiums is a couple of things. The actual medical cost, the average American has no idea what actual costs are. So they can hide it, therefore inflate the cost of medical care, which rises the cost of premiums. Then on top of it, you've got the essential benefits, whereas every insurance policy has to include every possible thing where you've got two married 60-year-old lesbians having to, you know, cover, have maternity leave. It's ridiculous. You know, you well, ought to be you ought to be able to buy an insurance policy just to cover you for cancer or buy an insurance policy just to cover you for heart disease or whatever you want. And that will reduce the cost of premiums. Well, two quick points. Um, as far as the premiums are concerned, uh, that comes along later. There, there are different factors. There are other factors that will bring down premiums that doesn't have anything to do with Congress passing a bill. One of them is to, you know, make uh, the, the drug companies more accountable on their pricing. Uh, you know, tort reform. Uh, you know, limit the amount that you can sue doctors. Uh, being able to shop across state lines. All right, that's in the bill. But you know, look at the positive things. Um, there's six hundred billion dollars being cut uh, from job-killing taxes. 
in this bill. So, and it defunds you know, Planned Parenthood, even though Susan Collins, she says she's not going to vote for it because it doesn't fund Planned Parenthood. There should be no Republican who wants a dime to go to Planned Parenthood. Every Republican should still be on lockstep out on the, the steps of the Capitol Hill demanding an investigation, a criminal prosecution of that enterprise that's harvesting baby parts and body parts for the open market. Look, what is she even so doing in the Republican Party? Uh, uh, There's too many of them to count, but... You know, this is like cutting off your nose to spite your face. I mean, you have uh, a couple of senators here who are willing to, you know, to give up a victory for Trump. And uh, that's that's their whole intention, in my opinion, because everything else will be sorted out down the line. Premiums will go down when uh, when other issues are taken care of that are not necessarily part of this bill. And then you have, the, you know, all those taxes being cut and the mandate is removed. The mandate, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. And let me let me interject a couple of suggestions that I haven't heard from anybody else except Dr. Orient from the uh, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Because the left loves to talk about how AARP and the AMA are for Obamacare. But the premier American Association of Physicians and Surgeons is for free market solutions. Here's some ideas. She says, now that the mandate's gone, that's the one thing that she likes. She says that... Um, what Here's some suggestions. She said health sharing ministries are a great option for many people. Most people don't even know that there are health share ministries out there. In upcoming weeks, I'm going to invite some of these on so that they can talk about their offerings and how people can possibly do that. She talks about automobile insurance can help with the cost of injuries. That is something that I did not know. That's an area that I'm going to start exploring and bringing that in my News You Can Use uh, segments. She talks about... Yeah, but um, they're also responsible for creating the most injuries. But well, go ahead. Well, uh, well you know... Uh, that may be. We're going to explore that. She says She says medical tourism as to Oklahoma City can save a fortune for elective surgical procedures. That's something I did not know. Now, I knew about medical tourism down if you wanted some plastic surgery done for cheap down in Mexico because my buddy Lori coordinates down there for that. Anybody listening, you want a really good eye job for cheap, contact me. Wink. Um, but these are some, these are some, oh, and also the health savings account. I think we're on the right track. I, I think it comes down to a question, and I'm going to pose this to you, and then I want to talk briefly, really quickly, in a couple minutes about Bernie feeling the burn. But it kind of comes down to right now on whether or not it's most important just to get something done or get it done right. Because there's, there's a lot of issues with this bill. What's your answer to that question? I don't think it's either of them. I think it's it's not getting it done. It's getting it started. And, you know, this bill will begin the economic boom. It has to it has to pass if we're going to have an economic boom. Uh, like I said, it cut, it cut $600 billion in job-killing taxes. And it's going to create a lot of jobs, and it's going to transfer wealth from the government to the economy. Oh, that's my opinion. That's your opinion. And okay. I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, you do that. Well, you know what? You, you reminded me of something that uh, Melissa Francis, who I'm still, you know, girl crushing on. I just love her. She was on, on last week's show. Well, she I'm said that. crushing on her. I loved her as oh, a child actress. She was so cute. Oh, she's just, she's still just as darling as she was on Little House. But she said something really important today that I thought was a great point. She says, when you give it back to the states, she said, what's different with the states with the budgeting process that's diff- than the federal government is that they, they have to um, they have to pass a budget every year, and it has to balance. And that in itself is a good checks and balance. It's not It's not ideal. But if we can get some free market, we can remove these mandates, get some of these taxes off. Maybe we can get some of the businesses to, to provide health care again because some of the people ended up on Medicaid. The left is so panicked over Medicaid cuts throughout the years. That's because there's too many people on Medicaid. That's the real issue. People on Medicaid that should have never been on there in the first place that are not disabled, that are middle class, they were just shoved 
on the Medicaid, which is what the left wanted because the businesses couldn't afford to provide health care anymore because it was all a push to single payer. Speaking, there are, 20, there are 20 million more people on Medicaid than are on Medicare, which is supposed to be for the elderly. Right. And, yeah. And, and, ha- and half of all baby births. We're paid for it by Medicaid. This has got to stop. This is that's communism. Yeah. No, exactly. Speaking of communism and Marxism and lover of all things Venezuelan and the system that's d- horrible down there, Mr. Bernie Sanders. Now Good Bernie. Day. Now Bernie and his wife are under. See, you got to love that. You got to love the divine intervention here. The vindication of Trump. No crimes. He's not under investigation. But you know who is Bernie and his wife. Now it's kind of <laughs> isn't that juicy? It's just so yummy. Okay. It's now delicious. yeah. Now I, I don't know if you've read up on it, but here's the. Here's the skinny, the scoopage for the people out there. Bernie's wife was president of some dopey little school with fewer students than we got working here at AM 1170, right? So the school ain't got any infrastructure, ain't got any students. She goes to a bank and lies to get a $10 million loan. It's still the expansion plan destroyed the school. Supposedly, according to the investigation, she pretended that donors that were going to give money upon their death were actually going to pay back the loan in the first couple of years. That was part of the fraud. And Bernie himself put pressure on the bank, correct? Uh, yes. It, uh, I mean, it's the height of hypocrisy. And it's to fund more brainwashing by these college uh, institutions. I mean, the left shouldn't get involved in... Uh, in financing schools because, uh, like Obama was trying to do, he was trying to defund certain colleges that didn't play along with his agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, so that's a really, I don't like that. So that's a lot of, uh, you know, kickback as far as I'm concerned. Well, we'll see if real investigations are happening now and if, and if anybody's going to be held accountable. This, this uh, hopefully is the beginning of seeing some swamp draining. We know Lynch is under investigation. According to Judge Napolitano, she could get five to ten years. Uh, we'll see. You know, I'm hoping we're going to see some, some accountability. It's time for Trump to get proactive and go after these, these uh, corrupt politicians mm-hmm. uh it's, it's uh it's time i mean uh, we, we saw there's no russian collusion it, yeah. it, the whole thing was a big scam right well but it's anyway, it's uh, time well it's time for us to say goodbye real quick how can people hear your podcast before we got to take a quick break well you can just go to youtube and type in uh the america first network that's easy to remember uh you can follow me on twitter cv burton uh with an e not a u and uh i really appreciate you having me on thanks for being here All right, take care. All right, guys. We're going to take a real skinny, skinny little break. One that ain't going to cost you any trip to the doctor from over or go trip to Overeaters Anonymous. And we come back, we're going to talk to Miss Julie Brennan and some news you can use. We got some tips. We got a stink of the week, a hero of the week. And I I got some odds and ends. Also, how you can get the best breakfast in San Diego. Don't go anywhere more, Andrea. K Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. If you're in the San Diego area, you probably already know right now that Breakfast Republic has the best breakfast in San Diego. And if you want to experience it, all you got to do, it's real simple, peeps. Just go to my fan page and share the fan page there and it will automatically enter you into winning that. And speaking of winning, the San Diego real estate market is a winning market right now. Uh, It's making it a little harder for first-time buyers, but it's an amazing opportunity to sell. And that's why my buddy, Julie Mills Brennan, is with me today in the News You Can Use segment. Hey, Julie, welcome back to the show. Hi, Andrea. Well, I'm so glad you're on today. It's serendipitous because a friend of mine just sold his house in Orange County, moved to Nevada. I had a caller on the show earlier saying everybody needs to get out of California. It's a crumbling state. Come to Texas. Somebody, I've had other people, multiple people posting on Facebook this morning saying, hey, we're, we're moving. Where should we go? People are, people are seeing this as a time to sell and either stay in San Diego, maybe downsizing. But a lot of people are thinking about getting out. So selling. What do, what what's the word? Well, the word is, is that I uh, it, statistics are showing that this is, market has surpassed the market of 2006, 2007, mm-hmm. which was our last peak. And I mean, I'm seeing prices go through the roof. I, 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 it's, it's baffling to me because it's just like bidding wars. You know, it's like yeah. an auction. Every home seems like an auction these days. So it is honestly a great time to sell if you're thinking about downsizing or, like you said, moving out of the area to a cheaper state. Because then you can take all your equity with you, possibly buy your next home cash, depending on where you go. Well, yeah. And then, you know what, if you if you do do like Doug Giles and you move to Texas, hey, then I say what you do is you go to that Waco area and see if you can afford Chip and Joanna Gaines to come and do like a remodel. Because you can get some sweet houses there for like 90K. I mean, you could, you could, you could, you could sell your house here and live fat someplace else. Right. That's the thing. You can either go somewhere else by several properties, one that you live in and, you know, several investments and, and have someone else pay your mortgage until you retire. Or you can go buy yourself a big old home in, like you said, Texas and, and many other states. And, mm-hmm. you know, California is a great state to live, but it's gotten very, very expensive to live here. So a lot of people have to make some big decisions, especially if right. they're facing retirement. Well, if they're thinking about selling right now at a, at a, at a hot market like this, you know, I know back in the in the 2007, 2008, I mean, everybody was all into styling up the homes. I can't remember the term for it in which you, you get it, um, stylized and staged staged and and all that, because that helped you really get, you know, the most money for your home. I mean, is it such Mm -hmm. a hot market? You don't even need to worry about that now. Just, they should just call you and, or, or, I mean, what should they do if they want to sell? If they want to sell, they honestly, it depends on what kind of effort you want to put into it. If you want to spend a few bucks to make a few bucks, then it's it's a good idea. But I have a lot of clients that are that are just, you know what, the market's so hot right now, we're going to get more than we ever thought we would get, and we don't really feel like doing anything because it's it's more than we ever anticipated. So we're happy with that price, 
you know, given that it's not going to be updated. But right. if you want to update it, you'll probably make a few extra bucks too. And right. and I can assist with that. I've helped with a lot of clients lately getting their home staged. I have a whole garage full of stuff to stage and picking all the right appropriate colors and materials. So, right. you know, it just depends on the motivation of the client. Yeah, I still say stage it because, you know, why not get every dollar you can out? And I also think that it might make it the process quicker, even though there's many wars right now. You know, do, do what you can. Um, at the very least, though, exactly. I say, you know, keep the house clean, right? I mean, how many times have you gone to <laughs> you gone you yep. gone to like caravans or whatever, and it's like they didn't even bother to clean the kitchen. It's like really okay. You ain't got to stage it, but at least clean it. It's, it's, it's- it's crazy how some people live, but, you know, that's what, what we realtors see sometimes. <laughs> All different ways people live and how they housekeep or not housekeep. Right. One of the things that uh, that I wanted to ask you about is, I don't know right now, people, the, the interest rates are still really low. A lot of people have a lot of equity because they bought a while back and they're not really thinking about selling right now. They still should be working on maybe getting the house paid off more quickly, right? Are people still doing that, making an additional payment or two a year? What's the, what's the situation there? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what I recommend to all my clients. If you can make one extra payment per year, just one, and it doesn't have to be in one lump sum. It could be a little, little bit each month. Uh, you can pay off your mortgage, depending on what your current mortgage is, up to as minimum as five years sooner. That's wow. a minimum, even if you only have like a $200,000 mortgage. If you have a higher mortgage, you could possibly pay it off ten. 10 or, you know, 8 to 10 years quicker by just making one extra payment per year. It's amazing. It's called Equity Builder. And, I, I, you know, if you have an extra money, why not? Then you yeah. can pay it off faster. It, and that is huge because, they're, you know, if you've got a home that's got worth a lot of money right now and you do want to stay in San Diego and you want to retire here, get it paid off so you don't have that mortgage. Then you can right. you know, do a reverse or whatever um, so you can stay in the home exactly. or you can or you can still sell it and, and downsize. But at least you've got more options if you're retired and you got that home paid off. Julie, how can people get a hold of you and, and work with you on, on these strategies? Yeah, no, no problem. Um, I'd love to help any buyers, sellers. Uh, give me a call at 619-992-7113, and I can give a free consultation, figure out what your home is worth, and figure out if it makes sense to make the move. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Enjoy the day. All right, Andrea. A wonderful day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. All righty. Um, it's an exciting time to be a property owner in San Diego. Not so, not so easy for first time buyers. Julie's got some strategies she can help you with there as well. Um, and the time we have left, it's time for our hero of the week and our stink of the week awards. Um, you know, I, I think I need to get me like a trophy or something that I can hold up and, and maybe just like with a removable plaque. I think the stink of the week is pretty obvious. I think it's those bozos from the least trusted name in news now at CNN, an organization that once really was trusted have literally driven their brand and their outlet into the ground. Uh, it truly is an outrage and an abomination, but I and but it's it's good news really for us because that stench, you know, we get we get some Febreze and now that we know about it, now that we know, it's kind of like the refrigerator and you're like, what is that stench coming from? You know something stinky, but then you got to get to the root of it. That's kind of what's been going on with our journalism, okay, in America. Once you find the cause of the stench, then you can do something 
something to fix it. My hero of the week, I started to have it be a collective hero of the week, the SCOTUS uh, Supreme Court, who restored, who showed that there is still a firewall against the activist lower courts. You know, you've got the Ninth Circuit that's been been overturned 90% of the time, which means that there's a problem there that really needs to be addressed. Talk about a stench. Okay, that's a court where we know we know where the stench is coming from and something needs to be done that about splitting it up or whatever. But I think that in, as happy as I am with SCOTUS with an asterisk because they should have heard the Second Amendment case, it was Thomas and it was Gorsuch who said that we that case should have been heard. So my hero of the week is really Neil Gorsuch because we didn't really know. The Democrats always get it right when they nominate a, uh, a justice for the Supreme Court. We Republicans get it right about half the time. And so I really didn't know, like, where was Gorsuch going to end up with a travel ban? He really didn't tip his hand at times when he was going around in the nomination process. I think he's showing that he is the conservative that we all hoped and expected him to be. So Gorsuch is my hero. I think hero is not really the right term. I think hero is really more for like patriots who, you know, like our heroes and military heroes fighting for our freedoms and putting their lives on the line every day and coming back, even if they manage to survive, coming back and having to to rebuild a life here. Um, But so let's call him the Patriot of the Week. Um, Reminder, if you're in San Diego, you want the best breakfast in San Diego, go share my fan page and you will automatically be entered in to win a gift card to go to Breakfast Republic. Um, No, that doesn't involve DJ Carrot Sticks or anybody who works here at the station, unfortunately. Um, and the time we have left, I was going to do like uh, introduce a new segment called Odds and Ends. We've only got a minute left. Odds and Ends, like bits, you know, like or what we call the, you know, the um, debris uh, that we put on sandwiches in the South. I will tell you in, in the Odds and Ends, what I liked is this dude decides to promote himself from being a security guard to full on cop until he decides to, to do a traffic stop and finds that the person he pulled over was a police officer in an unmarked car. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Good to end the show on a on a memo to you, DJ Carrot Sticks. If you decide you want to impersonate an officer with like a badge that you got at parties are us, okay? We'll not try that. Don't try that. You know, um, at least she and the, the officer, I guess she was actually in a uniform. So so then she calls back up and the actual police department come. And he then he tried to act like, you know, he was really doing a citizen's arrest kind of thing because she was talking on the phone. And, you know, that's just dangerous. Don't do distracted driving. So that's my odds and ends. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being here. If you're watching via Facebook Live, thank you so much. Um, thank you to everybody. Thank you to my guest, Doug Giles, uh, for being here. C.V. Burton, Miss Julie Mills Brennan. Please, please, please share that video to everybody and everywhere. I would really appreciate it. And just thank you all, guys. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, everybody, here at AM 1170. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Hey, hey. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.